petite Syrah. A little extra. Put this all wrecked in your cerebral cortex. You want me to rap? Think I'd rather take a nap. It's a wheel. It's your feel. It's, it's the, the best nightcap. Cheers. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Two potatoes and raw, the little extra. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. It's Kat. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And we're going to spin the wheel so Sarah can tell an amazing story. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. While it's spinning, we're still drinking this Black Slate Porrera Videvila Priorat. It's de o cu. How do you say Q in Spanish? I don't know if that's actually... Oh, cu. Yeah. Cu? Okay. Yeah, de o cu. Yeah. De o cu. And our wheel has told us to tell a subject of a story that is in the blue category. Um, That is sad. Okay. Oh. So, oh, I have a really sad one. Are you ready oh, for a bummer? Okay. Sorry. I know no, petite sarahs are supposed to be fun. That's all right. This is a wheel. It is. Okay. So, um, one time I was taking care of a kid, basically. It was an 18-year-old, so he just made it to the adult unit um, who had tried to kill himself by shooting himself in the head, and it did not kill him. Um but he um, had a neurosurgery and they ended up having to remove part of his skull so that because his brain was swelling and to allow the brain to expand. Um, and he had these really horrible neurostorms, which I'm not going to lie, I don't know very much about neuro stuff at all. Mm -hmm. But basically what would happen was he would get a really high fever and his heart would start racing really fast for no reason. He didn't have an infection or anything. Right. Nothing had changed, you know. Um and his blood pressure would go up really high. Um, so anyway, and, you know, he had been in our hospital for weeks. And throughout the course of taking care of him, I learned that there was pretty much very, very little hope for him recovering from this. Like he was not going to have any useful or any maybe mental function or use of his limbs like we could keep him alive and he was always going to be in a bed and just being kept alive on life support basically like a vegetable like a vegetable yeah did he shoot him sorry did he shoot himself through the mouth or mm -hmm. like oh yeah he had he put the gun in his mouth and that doesn't seem to work out very well for people I mean, shooting yourself in the head from what I've seen just doesn't seem to work out very well mm -hmm. for people they don't end up dying all the time. They just end up being in this vegetative right. state, which is horrible. Why not through the eyebrows? I feel like that's closest to your brain. Why? I think it's hard to hold a gun and do that. Uh, without slipping or like the bone maybe redirecting something? I don't, I don't think know. the bone would redirect. I Probably think it's not. just like an awkward angle. Mm -hmm. I don't know, really. Oh, oh I can't um, imagine. So, plus I think the reason for putting it in your mouth is like you're trying to get to the brain stem, which controls your vital functions, mm -hmm. but it doesn't s seem to hit that. Yeah. Seems to go north of that um but the saddest thing about this was that um so he was in this persistent vegetative state and we couldn't stop you know life-sustaining treatment or transfer him to a skilled nursing or do anything different than what we were doing because his parents were recently divorced and they could not agree on what we should do with him so it was like they are basically doing a tug of war over this poor child and yeah. he was just uh, hopefully he didn't know or have any you know right. awareness of what was going on but um yeah. it went on for a while oh geez how long do you think he was in the hospital for? probably a month 
Oh, man. Yeah, which doesn't sound like very long. But when you're taking care of this person every day and you know Mm -hmm. there's not very much hope for them, it seems like a long time because the stuff that people go through is just not anything I would ever want to go through or see anyone that I love go through. Um, Anyway. Oh, that's sad. I'm sorry. That's a big bummer. But I mean, it's reality. And... There are did there was an article I read about a girl who tried to do the same thing. I think she shot herself like through her mouth, and she ended up living and being of normal functioning for the most part, and got a face transplant. Oh yeah, and, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, and so she ended up being kind of an advocate against you know getting you know for getting help and all that stuff. So. Um, I don't know. That doesn't really help anything, but it was just brought it up as interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, man, dang. Do you know if he ended up like passing or? I don't know. Okay. I think he ended up getting transferred to a skilled nursing facility. Okay. And then I don't know what happened after that. Oh. Well, thoughts to him and his family. Poor little guy. Yeah. Um, well, on a happier note, I have the word of the day for us. Please, please <laughs> cheer me up. Okay. <laughs> so it is formication. Formication? I was hoping you'd think I said something else. Or fornication. <laughs> for me with an M, cation. Formication. What does okay. it mean, Sarah? Well, if fornicating is what I know it is, then <laughs> formicating is um, getting it on with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Or and creepy. getting it on with Michael Jackson, as I've recently learned from watching the documentary Leaving Neverland. You watched it? Oh my God. Oh, I still never watched it. You gotta watch it. Okay. I was like, when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I really can't believe that Michael Jackson did anything bad. And, you know, he had a lot of money and I think people maybe try to do some things to get his money. And now I'm like 100% convinced that he has like molested some children. See, I'm still in the other thought process, but I don't, I'm not like, I don't not believe it. I just like haven't heard much of the story to have an opinion. So, okay. I get it. Uh, Well, that's not what it is. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) It is the sensation that resembles the feeling of small insects crawling on your skin. What? Yeah, formication. And it comes from the Latin word formicatio, which means, <laughs> try to say it in Italian. Are formicatio. Are you sure? Better. Is that better? Formicatio. <laughs> um, or no, Latin. What am I saying Italian for? Oh, God. Okay. Formicatio, which means crawl like an ant. Okay. Okay. Now I have questions. So, you know, when like, I recently got the tick stuck in my belly button, which I have not talked about, but I did. And then I told, and then other people <laughs> at work kept feeling like they have ticks all over them. And now I constantly think anything I feel is a tick crawling on me. Mm-hmm. It's like that sensation. Of like I feel things all over me all the time now. I'm like paranoid. You're having formication. Formication. It's just You're fun to formicating. say like, oh, do you feel some formication or I just formicated and people be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just now I formicated in the bathroom <laughs> like <laughs> oh no I just saw an ant and then I formicated Shh, don't tell anyone <laughs> so fun <laughs> is that good that is good and I never would have expected why is it so close to the word fornication and it's so different is it because in fornication you might be on all fours crawling around like an animal like a little ant <laughs> Listen, I took it too far. Tell us about the tick in your belly button real quick. Okay, real tick. I mean, <laughs> real tick. 
real quick. Yeah, I went walking with my dog. She gets ticks a lot. She puts her head on my stomach and then I, I mean, with clothes on, but whatever. And I rubbed the back of her neck and I think one got in my belly button. I didn't notice it for a day because it's up in the top part and it was really tiny. My whole stomach hurt and I looked and it was tick and it was wiggling and it was freaking out and the doctor tried to take it out at work and he obviously didn't know what he's doing because he's a cardiologist. So I... Knows <laughs> <laughs> his way around a heart. No yeah. clue when it comes to a tick. Yeah. Anyway, so my lymph node's swollen. I took one antibiotic for like one day. It's still kind of swollen, but it's mostly all the way gone now. Mm. And I still need to get my Lyme titer and my CBC to see if I have like a infection somewhere. I'm slightly terrified, but it's okay. Also, it's been almost three weeks and the area is still red. Hmm. And there's like a scab and I tried to pull it off, but it's like stuck on there like a tick. Did you put some coconut oil on I it? I have put coconut oil and I have put antibacterial like ointment and I don't know. You went all Western medicine. No, coconut oil. I also tried coconut oil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes. You even went to extreme measures as to use these healthcare tactics that we use. No, I did a little both and neither worked. So I don't know what I'm going to do now. Nothing. I'm just going to have an anxiety attack and smoke some weed and be fine. Just pretend like it's not happening and it'll go away. That's what I'm doing. It's great. I'm going to watch some friends and... Formicate and we'll be fun. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding, Carter. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, hope you um, just going to say do some formicating, but I don't know if that would be a good thing. Yeah, go ahead and formicate. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.